Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up under pressure this morning, more airstrikes in Gaza amid calls for a ceasefire. Where does it go from here? We're live with the latest. Then, under the influence, new details on the major lawsuit against Facebook's parent company, Meta. They use that word, addicting, internally. I've seen someone go down like a rabbit hole of mental health issues. Dozens of states joining in over what they're calling addictive features aimed at kids and teens. The details just ahead. Plus, path to parenthood. Olympic gold medalist Tara Lipinski opening up about her fertility journey. I've been under anesthesia 24 times. I've had six failed transfers, eight retrievals, four miscarriages, four DNCs, and then I was diagnosed with endometriosis, so I had two major surgeries. Straight ahead, she'll share her struggles and give us an exciting new update. And playing Ted. Ted Lasso teams up for an unlikely collab, getting the Barbie treatment. And this morning, fans of the doll and the show are saying, Yes. Yes. Today, Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Today is my 44th birthday. Celebrating our one year anniversary. Mesa, Arizona. Visiting from Estreville, Iowa. Toledo, Ohio. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hi to my grandkids, Vincent and Francis. In Midland, Texas. Celebrating 30 years of friendship at the Today Show. On our first trip to New York. From London, England. Oh, we'll meet you right out there on the plaza. How about that? Good morning. Thank you for being with us Wednesday morning. What a wonderful day it is. And to have you along with us and a great crowd out on the plaza. Well, and Halloween a few days yes. away. Lots of fun oh, wow. to look forward to. Uh, coming up, by the way, tomorrow right here on today, we're going to have an update on that Kentucky community that's still, still recovering from that historic flooding more than a year later. Yeah, Cynthia McFadden traveled there for us alongside actress and Save the Children ambassador Jennifer Garner. It was a firsthand look at the devastation. 14 months later, they return, checking in with kids at one hard-hit school to see the progress that's been made. We'll have all that for you tomorrow, only on today. All right, let's get to your news. 8 o'clock now on a Wednesday morning. The White House says it is developing contingency plans to evacuate Americans from the Middle East in case the Israel-Hamas war spreads across the region. Israel continued its airstrikes in Gaza overnight, despite calls for a ceasefire from the head of the United Nations. NBC's chief foreign correspondent Richard Engel joins us with the latest Richard, good morning. Good morning, Savannah. For the first time, U.S. officials are openly talking about the possibility of a humanitarian pause in Israel's air campaign against Gaza. But both the U.S. and Israel reject the idea of a ceasefire, saying it only benefits Hamas. The power is flickering and fading at hospitals in Gaza. As medical officials say generators are on their last drops of fuel. The health system run by Hamas is in a state of collapse. 
just as casualties are flooding in from hundreds of Israeli airstrikes a day. Israel says it's bombing Hamas fighters and leaders hiding in tunnels below apartment buildings, schools and hospitals. Last night, our crew caught the immediate aftermath of what witnesses say was an Israeli strike on a three-story building. First, you see a hand. She's alive. Other children were not. We counted five children pulled from the building. Three living, two appear to be dead. And this is Han Yunus in southern Gaza, where the Israeli military again this morning urged Palestinians to go for their safety. Our crew this morning visited another building in the city hit overnight. The UN Secretary General says what's needed now is clear, a ceasefire. Israel is objecting and the United States is backing it saying no ceasefire now, with the Pentagon saying small tactical pauses in airstrikes can be useful for civilian protections. That is not the same as saying a ceasefire. Again, right now, we believe a ceasefire benefits Hamas. The Israeli military says it stopped another attempt by Hamas militants to enter Israel last night to carry out an attack by sea. Savannah. All right, Richard Engel, thank you. A major development this morning in the ongoing debate over social media and its influence. Attorneys general from across the country are suing Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, over what they say are addictive features aimed at kids and teens. Our senior national correspondent, Kate Snow, has been covering this story. Hey, Kate, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. The attorneys general of 33 states have collectively filed a federal civil lawsuit against Meta, while eight additional states and Washington, D.C. are filing their own individual suits. The main suit says Meta has profoundly altered the psychological and social realities of a generation of young Americans. It also accuses the company of blatantly violating state consumer protection laws, federal child online privacy laws, and putting profits over kids' health, all ideas that Meta strongly disputes. It may be the most significant effort yet to hold a social media company accountable. California's attorney general saying there's evidence Meta knows its products can be harmful. They use that word, addicting, internally. It's in their own internal documents. A federal lawsuit filed by 33 states says Meta has concealed the ways in which these platforms exploit and manipulate its most vulnerable consumers, teenagers and children. The suit accuses Meta of creating a business model focused on maximizing the time that young users spend on its platforms, designing features like algorithms, likes, alerts and filters to keep kids hooked. We have internal documents that include studies and reports discussing the harmful effects of Meta's products and the mental health problems they can cause young users. A Meta spokesperson denies the claims, saying they designed features to help teens take regular breaks from the app. Calls to crack down on social media giants have grown louder since 2021, when Facebook whistleblower Francis Haugen testified before Congress. Facebook has repeatedly misled the public about what its own research reveals about the safety of children. How many on Instagram? One of the teens I sat down with for our recent special report, Kids in Crisis, Screen Time, says she's seen the harmful effects of too much social media use. I've seen someone go down like a rabbit hole of mental health issues, and a lot of things that she saw in social media part of that. Instagram has made changes over the years. In 2021, CEO Adam Mosseri talked with Craig about features to better protect kids. 
If anybody leaves using Instagram feeling worse about themselves, that's an important issue that we need to take seriously. A spokesperson for Meta notes the body of research on social media and negative mental health is not conclusive, something Savannah brought up as a frustration in our Today special. I can't imagine anything else you would hand to your kids not and let them have that much access to it, not really knowing the effect it's having on a mm-hmm. developing brain. There haven't been long-term studies. Right. A Meta spokesperson says the idea they put profit ahead of people's safety or well-being is just wrong. Adding in a statement, Meta has already introduced over 30 tools to support teens and their families. The attorneys general are seeking financial penalties from Meta, and they're hoping to force the company to stop using certain features the states say have harmed young users. Meta is expected to fight to dismiss this case. Last year, a group of attorneys general also announced a separate investigation into TikTok, guys, and that investigation is ongoing. Wow. Big development there. All right, Kate, thank you. Ahead on Popstart, SG, you're going to like this one. Carson's got something for you. A first listen to new music from Duran Duran, covering a big hit from another legendary oh, band. That would be good. Swoon, your seventh grade <laughs> I know, seventh grade. 13-year-old Savannah right straight ahead. But first, Kaylee Hartung's here with an inspiring and really personal conversation with Olympic legend Tara Lipinski. Guys, after five years of heartbreak, on a journey that Tara Lipinski says changed her forever, she has some incredibly joyous news to share with us this morning as she and her husband begin a new chapter of their life together. But first, these messages. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Welcome back. Olympic figure skating legend Tara Lipinski has recently opened up about her grueling five-year journey to have a baby. NBC's Kaylee Hartung cut up with her at her house in Los Angeles for a very candid conversation with an exclusive update. Hey, Kaylee, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Tara Lipinski has been in the public eye for the majority of her life. But until recently, the NBC sports figure skating analyst has been fighting a very private and what she has called a horrific struggle as she's tried to become a mother. Today, she is ready to share her full story and finally, her incredible joy. Her grace and tenacity on the ice won her an Olympic gold medal at just 15 years old. And over the last five years, Tara Lipinski, now 41, says she's relied on that same resolve on her path to parenthood. You have some incredible news to share. I do. I have really incredible news to share. And it's that Todd and I have a baby girl, Georgie Winter, 
that arrived into our arms mm -hmm. by the most beautiful surrogate. <laughs> Pure joy after what Tara and her husband Todd Capistaggi say was a painful and relentless journey, one that ultimately led them to a surrogate and a bond that they say was deeper than they could have ever imagined. You were in the delivery room. Yes. What was that experience like? My doctor had me playing like my favorite song and I'm ball. I mean, I was bawling because I think there was just so much relief of is this five year journey over? And then immediately, you know, the baby's out screaming and on my chest and we're doing skin to skin. And it was, again, one of those moments like, how did my life just change so quickly? And is this a dream? Because it feels like it. A moment that was years in the making. Can you name all of the procedures you've had? Yes. I've been under anesthesia 24 times. I've had six failed transfers, eight retrievals, four miscarriages, four DNCs, and then I was diagnosed with endometriosis, so I had two major surgeries. When you say all of that out loud, can you wrap your mind around the fact that that is over that you survived all of that and now there's a beautiful baby girl in this house with you. I know, it, it really, it feels, that's why I'm saying it feels so surreal. How does the reality of motherhood compare to the expectation of it? I feel so much gratitude just didn't happen for so long. And we're just very, very lucky that this happened for us. Today, while sharing her incredible news, Tara says she hasn't lost sight of what it took to get here or those who are still hoping to build their families. I deal with this feeling of like a little guilt of, you know, for all the people still in that wait, still hearing this news and thinking what I thought for those five years of when is it going to be my time, you know, why me? You kept your struggles private for so long. What led you to the decision to share? I felt so alone and I felt so isolated and I felt so unseen. I just thought at some point I need to tell my story. And that's how the podcast sort of came to life. Tara and Todd shoot their podcast Unexpecting in their basement and produce it themselves. Not only do I feel more bonded to Todd, and we've had these conversations that I think we would have never had, but I also have now connected with this entire community, which is by far the most meaningful thing I've ever, I think, been able to be a part of. While Tara says she wouldn't wish the challenges she's faced on anyone, they have taught her lessons in patience and empathy that she hopes to share with her daughter, Georgie. What do you want her to know about this incredible story that it took to get her here? I just want her to know that she was so wanted, that Todd and I thought about her for five years and that we can't wait to hopefully be the best parents to her and give her a beautiful life. Now, Tara and Todd also acknowledge that surrogacy is not something that's accessible to everyone. It's a very expensive process, and they feel lucky to be able to have afforded it. So increasing access to surrogacy and IVF treatments, it's something that, that she is very passionate about, and she wants to help others be able to build their families, well, too. I'm glad she's on that, and little Georgie is just so adorable. We're overjoyed for yeah, them. Waiting so long for that, that moment. Wow, thank you, Kelly. That's a beautiful story. It really is. You have more yeah. of that conversation mm -hmm. coming up in the third hour. So we'll look for that. Thank you. Thank you, Kaylee. Al Roker.
Okay, Savannah Guthrie. We are looking at warm weather and sunshine along the East Coast. It's going to be gorgeous. Some heavier showers making their way through the Great Lakes. Flooding likely down through Texas into Oklahoma with heavy rain, upwards of three inches per hour in some spots. And the Northern Plains looking at a winter storm getting itself together with anywhere from six to 12 inches of snow or more. That's your latest weather. Kind of a sad, sad start to yeah, Pop Start today. We're going to start some sad news today in Pop Start. Uncle Law, thanks so much for that. Groundbreaking actor Richard Roundtree has passed away, and our own Ann Thompson is here to take a look back at his enormous influence in the industry. Ann, good morning. Not only on the industry, but on our culture in general. Richard Roundtree was a working actor for more than 40 years, but he will always be remembered for his iconic role as the incredibly confident and cool Shaft, a private detective widely considered to be the big screen's first black action hero. In the 1970s, Richard Roundtree strutted his way onto the big screen, becoming Hollywood's first black action hero as the super suave private detective Shaft. At just 29 years old, Roundtree's performance helped redefine how African-American men were portrayed on screen. And the movie, one of the first cheap so-called exploitation films, was a huge financial success, paving the way for generations of black actors and filmmakers to follow in his footsteps. The film's unforgettable Oscar-winning theme song, performed by Isaac Hayes, Roundtree passed away Tuesday after a brief battle with pancreatic cancer at the age of 81. His longtime manager, Patrick McMinn, saying in a statement, Richard's work and career served as a turning point for African-American leading men in film. The impact he had on the industry cannot be overstated. Roundtree talking about the role's lasting and powerful impact. This guy was watching me. He says, I'm from Alabama. And as a kid, we had to sit up in the balcony. And because of watching that film made me strive for something more than Alabama. Roundtree reprised the role in a series of sequels, as well as a remake alongside Samuel L. Jackson in 2019. Overnight, Hollywood reacting to the loss. Jackson writing, the passing of Richard Roundtree is a real blow. Loved being around him. Thanks for making us feel real good about ourselves. And I think that's the important thing about Roundtree's legacy. Over the years, he has appeared in dozens of movies, TV shows, and on stage. You'll also remember him in the series Roots. He was a well-versed actor whose cultural impact cannot be denied. In fact, the Library of Congress has preserved Shaft as a culturally significant mm. film. Wow. And really, Richard Roundtree. When Samuel Jackson calls you the coolest guy in the room, yeah. Yeah. you're yeah. the coolest guy. I remember when that movie came out. And, you know, we all, you know, we, we had to sneak in because it was <laughs> Rated R, but uh, you know it, it was—it just was mind blowing, and and it changed your your outlook about about who could be on that action screen. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. you're right, cool. it's transformative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and thanks for that. Thank Appreciate it very much. Next up on Popstar, guys, we're going to switch gears to Ted Lasso. We'll start this one by throwing it all the way back to the very first episode. Did you get these? <laughs> I'm glad you like them. You know what? I'll start bringing these to you every morning. Called biscuits with the boss. That really isn't necessary. Okay, well, mark this down as the first time we disagree, then. Actually, no, second time. Uh, Tea is horrible. Absolute garbage water. (laughs) Well, despite what Ted may think about garbage water, you can now bring him to your very own tea party. Coach Lasso is joining the Year of Barbie, getting the official toy treatment. Barbie revealing yesterday their latest line of dolls has three greyhounds on it. What? That's right. Ted, Rebecca, and Keely have been shrunken down to tiny plastic dolls. 
Uh, Those little guys are available to buy now, so does this mean we're going to get a fourth season of Ted Lasso? I don't oh, know. Yes. That would Good be nice. Ass. Maybe yeah. a Barbie version of Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. No Roy Smash Kent. Smash up. No Roy Kent. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ken, Kent. Ken. Well, yeah. You guys would like to have He'd seen be swearing at all of them. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. Pull a string and... Uh, next up is Chris Pratt. This was funny. I don't know if you saw this online. Oh. The actor's latest Instagram post sparking a debate online that Marvel star shared these snaps of his wife, Catherine, with her collection of childhood trophies she's been storing in her mom Maria's house. And in the caption, he joked, I cannot say I, I cannot say how proud I am of my wife for being a fourth-grade problem-solving superstar. <laughs> but when it comes to hanging on to those awards, he wrote, but real talk, once your kid goes through this stuff, is it okay to toss? I mean, do we need the I was on a sports team trophy? Can they be donated, repurposed? How many do we have to keep? Not all of them, right? <laughs> Can I tell wow. you something? Maria saved all of her kids' stuff. Yeah. They have boxes and boxes and boxes of all That's their amazing. artwork. You guys have that stuff? My, was- my mom has saved the most bizarre, random, like yes. third grade. Wasn't there some receipt or something? Oh, she receipts, she said. And, and my wife now does it, too. Oh. And we've had the conversation about... Trophies are hard to part with, though. Yeah. I just say my mom is, and I love her so dearly. You all know her. She is so unsentimental. She's like, look at your kid's handprint. Well, it's collecting dust. Get rid of it. The full shoes. How about you? Uh, Yeah, we have lots of them. And I I tend to keep that stuff. I'm a sentimental like that. That's why God gave us addicts, right? That's it. And basements. Quickly, Duran Duran. Savannah, I sent you the song this morning. It's just in time for Halloween. The Rock and Roll Hall of Famers just dropped a very cool, creepy cover of Talking Heads 70s hit, Psycho Killer. John Taylor on the bass. It's a like, good it's a song to add cover. to your family Halloween playlist. Okay, it's very good. Good one. That's mm-hmm. it. All right. That was a nice action-packed mm-hmm. uh, pop star. Mm-hmm. I try, Craig. I try. Nice. When we come back, one of our other favorites here, in addition to pop star, we're going to eat y'all oh, with yeah. one of our absolute yeah. favorites yes. here. Yes. The Lost Kitchen's Aaron French came down from Maine just for us. The secret to crispy chicken cutlets. How to make your veggies exciting as well. Mm-hmm. She's got a fantastic new cookbook right. just out. We'll get into all of that. stretch our legs, say hello to these awesome folks that we've got here on the plaza. We've got some, you know where we have some awesome folks, Travis? We got some awesome folks right here. Okay, guys, I know it's early, but look at this. How often do you celebrate two things? It is your birthday. And engaged yesterday. What's your name? Sarah from Louisville, Kentucky. And what's your name? Connor. Ask him how he did it. Ask him how he did it. How'd you propose? Central Park, right next to the Perfect. A Central Park proposal. Congratulations. Double celebration. They'll never forget their engagement because it's a day before a birthday. Very nice. Yesterday. That's great. Oh, so fun. I love this crowd. Guys, coming up, did you see a familiar face walking around? At least Allison Williams is here. And if you love true crime, you're going to really enjoy her new project. It's a podcast. It's giving new life to a fascinating murder story. It rocked New York in the time of Alexander Hamilton. Wow. This is so oh. interesting. So anyway, podcast. we'll talk murder about it. Murder goes back that far, huh? It That's sure right. does. It was Looking the first forward. murder trial in the U- new United States. Oh, right, Allison? Wow. Oh, yeah. But anyway, back okay. we'll over to Chassie Post. We'll save some questions for the interviews. <laughs> yes. There's Chassie Post. Going to keep us stylish from head to toe. Got fedoras, Uncle Al loafers. Oh, Craig, and all the things. Oh, why did you say Why did you say loafer and Craig? Yeah. Well, I like a loafer. I think loafers. I like a loafer. And he is a loafer. I think those may be women's loafers. And then after we shop, we're going to eat. Look who's joining us, by the way. Aaron French uh, from one of the most exclusive restaurants in the country. It's called the Lost Kitchen. It's up in Maine. Uh, she is going to treat us to some recipes for a chicken dish. 
and a very special salad. Wow, that is really colorful. Oh, can't wait for Straight that. from the pages of her brand new cookbook. Which is beautiful. Beautiful cookbook. Uh-huh. Hey, coming up in the third hour, we've got a fascinating conversation about unlocking the hidden potential that is inside of all of us. Oh. Uh, what best-selling author Adam Grant has to say. I know I know you love mm-hmm. it. I might change the way we all look at success, failure, and what it means to be great. Okay. All right, Mr. Oker, how about a check of the weather? How about How about, it? How about that? Why not? Let's see. Let's Why? look ahead to the weekend, shall we? Rear, near record warmth along the eastern seaboard on Friday. Showers and storms from Texas all the way to the Great Lakes. Some snow in the western Great Lakes. On Saturday, snow and wind through the plains. We're looking at sunshine along the west coast. Another warm weekend on Saturday along the east coast. Sunday, Sunday! Maybe some showers sneaking into the northeast. We'll see rain and wind from the Great Lakes down into Texas. Snow in the Rockies, a Sunday freeze out west. And that is your latest weather, guys. Okay. All righty, Al Rowe. Thank you. Just ahead, Allison Williams. She'll tell us about the... Smile, true crime story from another era that's really captured her imagination. And it's all been turned into a pretty addictive podcast. But first, this is Today on NBC. Aw, we're back 835. Allison Williams is here and she's lending her talented voice to a new historical true crime podcast. It's called Erased. The Murder of Elma Sands. It tells the story of America's very first murder trial, and it takes listeners back to the 18th century. Allison, good morning. Good morning. What a cool project. It's a true story. When I first read about this, I'm like, is this a documentary? No, it's a play. It's a serial. It's a radio show. Yeah, it's a radio show with, like, actors doing the voices of these people that we only have rough transcripts of the original court trial. From. So, but you do, I mean, it was, they say it was the first murder trial in the yeah. United States They even mention it briefly in Hamilton. Because, the play Hamilton. Yes. Because the co-counsel for the defense was Burr and Hamilton. Which is kind of amazing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, talk about heavy hitters. That was like a dream team in the, in that, in well, the 17th like century. Well, that's like part of what yeah. makes it so moving because this girl was murdered in the Manhattan well in current Soho and uh, the person who probably killed her, um, was defended by like the most, you know, robust defense team imaginable in 1799, 1800. But the resonance with like today is wild. There was a pandemic. Everyone was quarantining like just ahead of the murder and everything like that. It's it's just a really fantastic story. So you and the producers basically looked at these old transcripts and then kind of from that wrote a script, but it's not in in 1799 old tiny no, language. No, no, no. I give all the credit to Alison Flom, who had the idea, was a tour guide through Manhattan and saw the well on a tour and was just like, something crazy happened here and historically significant. That's and what we the don't well know is Elma's name. Where this is it. Yeah, the, that's the well. It's in the basement of a store. In Soho. Yes. In New York City. Yes, in New York City. And that's where they found this poor girl's body. Yes. And um, it's just there. And the story of the woman who died in there is unknown to us. Her name is unknown to us. And Allison became obsessed with the story, reached out to me, asked if I would come on to produce it and do the voice of her cousin, Catherine Ring, who tried to draw attention to this story, but was up against such a prodigious force of these two men and everyone else who was aligned with them. Even the stenographer, this was the first time they had a stenographer in a court case, I think tutored Hamilton's son, Philip. So even that, they got to look over the transcripts before they became public. It's it's hard to construct a story, but Allison did an incredible job wow. imagining what it might have and sounded like. And your co-stars, like. you have Tony Goldwyn? Yeah, heard is, of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. From Scandal, of yeah. Scandal fame, and he's playing Hamilton? Yes. I mean, it's it's really fun. How many parts are there? Um, there's 
Oh, episodes? Yeah, episodes. Six. Yeah, yeah six, six episodes. episodes. Okay, I mean, it's cool. It's like an old, old-fashioned sort of I know, it really puts hour. you back there, and Allison narrates. It's confusing. I'm not talking about myself in the third yes. person. Yes. But Allison narrates it and walks you through it. And is that what's happened to guy. you, Allison Williams? I have now just you're lost like, all sense of perspective. How is Allison Williams doing? <laughs> Allison Williams is great. How Thank is Allison Williams' little sweet little oh, boy? so cute. How old is he now? Almost two. Oh, Arlo. We're in it. He is Arlo. Yes. You named him after my family Guthrie, right? Yes, That's of course. We were myself. like, we can't name him Savannah. <laughs> Doesn't feel right. We're going to go with Arlo, which can also, you can just join your family pretty soon. So what is he up to these days? He's really busy. Oh. He's the busiest person I know, which I think can be said about a lot of two-year-olds. Yeah. He loves work. He likes leaf blowing. He likes sweeping. He likes vacuuming. He likes, he's really busy. I he honestly like they... doesn't have time to really talk or cuddle. Yeah. It's... When you get those little kids that actually like the vacuum and like to push it, you're like, yeah. Yes, thank you. I'm, oh I can get behind this. He loves a vacuum so much that he has a series of very specific sound effects for them. One <laughs> of what a vacuum sounds like on carpet. One of what it sounds like on the dog bed for our dog. Wood floor. He's oh. very nuanced with his vacuum I, fan. I love it. You got a cleaner. That's a keeper, Allison. <laughs> All right. Well, good to see you. Love to your so dad, nice to as you. always. Thank the first you. three episodes of Erased are available on Apple Podcasts, or you can listen to all six episodes right now, ad-free, if you subscribe to Lava for Good. And Allison's going to stick around and join Hoda and Jenna in our fourth hour. Speaking of Hoda. Hey, girl. How are you? All right. Tis the season for turtlenecks, for pea coats, for all the good stuff. Chassis Post is here with today's bestsellers, all about fall fashion. But first, this is Today on NBC. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. We are back with today's bestsellers, and since we are in the swing of fall, it's time to stock up on fashion essentials like layering pieces. So our shop today contributor, Chassis Post, is here with everything we need. And if you want to purchase anything, all you have to do, scan the QR code right there at the bottom of the screen. So, Chassie, I like the theme of this because these are all staples we can have. We can mix and match. Yes. We need, these, are, these are things we should have. Things we should have that will really update pieces you already own, lift it up for fall, and hold up. My first favorite, the ultimate yeah. sort of foundation piece, a bodysuit. And not only is it super flattering, like when I wear a bodysuit, I feel so, you know, pulled yeah. together. Yeah. But it's so versatile. And it's a turtleneck bodysuit. Yeah, so I love this one. It's from Mango Pop, and it's a little mock turtleneck. So mm-hmm. for those of you who don't love all the fabric of yes. a turtleneck, yes. this is a great way to get the look. And why I love this one so much, 
the fabric. It's silky. It's stretchy. It gives. And I can right. vouch that it is a comfortable bodysuit. I have a couple of these and I wear them all the time. So these are range in sizes extra small through 2X. It's $26 and over they, 30 colors. They're pretty much true to size. Yeah. Whatever you would yeah, normally these, wear. These fit really great. Okay. So let's talk about the skirt, which is a great oh, pairing. Oh my gosh. This faux leather skirt. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And you know, the leather look mega, mega yep. trend this season. Yep. And what I love about this, it's such a great, elegant, sort of cool way to do the trend. It's a wrap faux leather skirt right. with a little, like, look at this little tie detail. So cute. Really cute. And I, the, got a the faux leather feels mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. high quality. Wear it's got it with boots stretch. or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Wear it with boots or... How about this next shoe? Okay. Everybody's talking about this loafer. What is it about this loafer? The chunky loafer. Mm -hmm. Hoda, see this sole here? Yes. This is probably the most comfortable shoe that I own. The chunky loafer is one of the hottest trends in shoes. And I mean, feel the inside. It's like walking on sunshine. You're right. right. So if you, I mean, if other than a sneaker, this is probably the best shoe to walk around in. This is the only shoe I can wear other than a sneaker. I can walk for miles in these. And I mean, look at this chain detail. What would you wear these with? So stylish. Well, that's the thing. This is one of those instant updaters. Okay. I mean, these are a great investment because you can wear them with everything in your closet, you know, from jeans, leggings. I love them with, you know, a midi skirt, like a floral midi dress. Okay. Everything. And And you've got them in beautiful colors. Yeah, lots of great colors. I mean, these are a real winner. All right. Let's get some jewelry. Oh, my gosh. How cute are these little initial rings? Well, I mean, I guess they're sort of chunky, kind of like, you know, that's a Mm -hmm. big trend in jewelry. Mm -hmm. So you can choose your initial. Yeah. So we have the H here. Okay. But you can also go for two initials, which is kind of on trend. You could do the H. Okay, on the oh, other finger there. Cute. And you will not believe this. Mm-hmm. The price is about $12 and Wait, change. What? And the brand says they're made out of 14 karat gold plated over brass. Okay. So any jewelry lover, if you're thinking about gifts. Can I say something else that's great about these? It's hard to find a ring that fits. This one, you yes. can actually squeeze it yes. to fit your finger. Isn't that That's amazing? The whole point. These look so cool. I cannot believe the price. Okay. And another, you know, like really them. on trend yep. um, thing uh, in jewelry for fall mm-hmm. is the bracelet stack or yep. the bracelet party, right? Yeah. And this is an instant stack. This little set, four bracelets for $8.60. This is a great looking bracelet set. I mean, we've got the chunky chain, yeah. we've got the wide link, a bangle, and even like a classic serpentine. I mean, wear them all together, wear Very them with cool. your watch, add them to By your the way, current stack. By the way, they're $8. Stack. And $8. Great for gifts. All right, right? let's get and the house. It's great. Okay. So, Hoda, I love a felt fedora. Let's I see mean, let's see this on. outfit may say fall, but now... It really oh, says way, fall. Cool. That looks good on you. Isn't it great? Yeah. This hat looks great yeah. on everyone. Yeah. I mean, it screams fall vibes. And I just think the details, look, it's got that wide brim, the dimpled crown. Look at this beautiful, you know, little ribbon detail mm-hmm. here. And I, $38. Come on, got but about I think it 30 looks so seconds. Expensive. Take us to the pea coats. Hoda, mm-hmm. this coat is Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at all these sort of classic peacoat details. Mm-hmm. The wide lapel, it's double breasted, three quarter length, it's lined, pockets, mm-hmm. and it's around $65. This fabric, feel that fabric. Mm-hmm. It, the brand yep. says it's a wool bre- blend, and this is one of those pieces. $65, such a great investment cool. piece. Never going out of style. Never going out of style. Ever. Chassis, thank you. Let's start shopping. <laughs> Scan our QR code or head to today.com slash shop. Thanks again, Chass. Craig, over to you. All right, Oda Copy. We're in the kitchen with one of our absolute favorites. It's the 
Kitchen's, The Lost Kitchen's Erin French. Her recipe for the, for the best tasting chicken cutlets you will ever eat. I can testify to it because I've been eating them for the last five minutes. But first, this is today. And they're beautiful too here on NBC. And welcome back this morning on Today Food. Aaron French is in the house. Aaron, of course, is the chef and owner of The Lost Kitchen. It's a restaurant in Freedom, Maine, serving simple but really elegant dishes that highlight local produce there. And she is here this morning to show us how to make two of her staples, skillet cutlets. The table's already groaning. Uh, also, a salad no, of leaves <laughs> and blooms. And these are recipes from Aaron's brand spanking new cookbook. It's called Big Heart. Little stove. The cookbook itself, by the way, is beautiful. Thank you. I was flipping through it yesterday. Folks who pick up the cookbook, what can they expect inside? Um, well, I mean, they're really just about having beautiful, simple recipes filled with love and intention. And you don't have to feel like you have to have sharp knives and a fancy sous vide machine that you can make gorgeous food at home that really makes people feel delicious inside. Well, I, I was sampling the cutlet yeah. in the kitchen a few moments ago, and I gotta be honest with you, this is probably the best cutlet I've ever had. And I don't say that lightly. It's but a great recipe, so we should get it started. Let's do it. Um, well, the kind of the fun thing about this one, you can make this cutlets with pork, you can make it with chicken, and so kind of whatever you have. You okay. can either get the cutlets at the store, or you can make your own. Uh, yeah. he, Carson just said the same thing. Oh, the best color I've ever had. Unbelievable. That's Drop incredible. the fork. Where's this chicken easy. from? It's a magic chicken. Yes. So the first <laughs> thing you want to do, if you want to make your own cutlets, you can take out a little aggression. So you've had a hard work day and just go for it. I don't, know, it, I don't know why I'm making that face, by the way. All right, so I beat so, it up a little bit. Yeah, you beat it up a little bit. You want to get it nice and thin so that, I mean, however you want to do it. Okay. It's your cutlet, it's right. your way. So I've rolled. You rolled. Right. You've got it nice and tender. So that's going to help tenderize it, and it's also going to get it nice and thin so that it fries up nice and easy and crispy. Is there is there a thickness that you should have? Is you want to go for that? like, you know, a quarter of an inch okay. to half an inch. Um, and then we have all the delicious things that make it really tasty. So we start with... These are the secrets, by the yes, way. Yes, the These secrets. Talk slow. There's a little bit of dry mustard in here. Ooh, There's a little oh. bit of flour. Mm-hmm. And then our wet mixture, if you want to stir it up, Craig, um, we've got some egg, a little bit of Dijon mustard, and some milk. Just regular milk? Regular milk. Okay. Sometimes you use heavy cream, but milk works just fine. Okay. And and then our last uh, mixture here is just a little bit of um, cornstarch. You've got um, some panko and some cornflakes for a little bit of crunch. Ooh, cornflakes. So, cornflakes yeah. and panko. Double crunch. Wow. Cornstarch. Double yeah. crunchy. So we can go ahead, and if you want to use these, that'll yes, keep your hands nice and clean. And you start with your dry mixture. Dry first. That's going to help that stick to the chicken. Okay. And then you want to go into the wet mixture, which is going to make that even stickier. Okay. And then comes the good part. Dry. This is when... Well. We add it into the crispy, then we crispy, go crispy. Right. double dredge. Yeah, the dredge. you dredge it twice? No. I mean, if you want to, if you're like the double dip kind of person, I, but, uh, once is okay. fine. It's <laughs> crispy enough without it. It's okay. so crispy. Oh, my God. So, so now we've got them perfectly ready. Just prepare them ahead of time. And then you're going to drop them into your prepared oil. And this is always 375 degrees. Okay. You can use canola oil. Mm. You can use vegetable oil, just something that doesn't have too much flavor. And then um, you're just going to do them until they're nice and golden brown like this. So. Now, you, this, here are the two secrets that you mm. showed me in the back. Two secrets. So you just learned about this. I, never Malden, heard of this. So. Malden. Salt. What? Wait, what? Malden oh, yeah. salt. Yeah, Malden. Yeah. Finishing. You, oh, yeah. You know. have, have the flaky finish. That's what I put on my cookies. You don't want to sprinkle yeah. anything else. This is just, it's a little more expensive, but it's worth it. It's just for sprinkling, not for cooking. And okay. then. Here's yeah. the secret. Yes. 
This is the secret. So a little bit of fennel pollen. Fennel wow. pollen. Sprinkle that right on Where top. Where do you buy it's that? Get flavor. At you the can fennel pollen store. At oh. the fennel, spice aisle, you'll find that. Okay. And then um, we like to serve it with just a little bit of shavings here, this Parmesan, mm-hmm. and some lemon wedges. at home make this tonight. It is so good. Yes. Follow the instructions. Yes. And then after that, you need a little something because this is kind of rich. It's crispy. It's rich. You want a delicious salad to cut all of that. So um, this mm. is my simple wine. dressing. You should use this on mm. everything. So it's just oh. some diced shallots. Diced shallots. There's some rice wine vinegar, which is oh. a little bit sweet. Rice wine. I love rice. Let that mask And those shallots, don't you, and you let them sit for a while. Yes. Like for- 15 minutes or so. And why do we do that? Minutes, that lets this flavor sort of soften. It makes the vinegar taste delicious. You don't want that onion pow in your face. You just want it to got soften it. a bit. Okay. So you've got your dressing here. And all I do is, so now look how pretty this is after it sat for a little bit. And um, what we do is we take a little bit of uh, the shallots here uh-huh. and put them on the salad. You don't want to overdress. There's, there's secrets to making salad. And this is something I always said to people who, if you're going to apply to work at the Lost Kitchen, there are two things you have to be able to do. Mm. And it's make whipped cream and plate a salad. Make whipped cream and plate a salad. <laughs> That's yeah. it. All right. So That's the secret is always use your hands. And you want to wash your hands in nice cold water so you're not using hot hands. Oh. Give and, it a nice toss. And these beautiful Same flowers are from your garden. They're from my garden. They're, um, they're last of the season. So Are they edible? Or are they just, they're salad? all edible. Oh, they're yeah. all what? edible. You plate this gorgeous salad. And this is, again, this is love and intention. It doesn't take a lot. It's just a salad. Beautiful. But there's a little something special there. Yes. um, Chef, it's dumb question time. I'm Carson, longtime listener, first time caller. (laughs) Are these flowers, do they grow in an edible? Are the edible ones different than just regular old flowers? Yes. Okay. Oh. So if I see a flower that looks like it's in my garden, I can't eat it. You can get it. these at the supermarket sometimes oh, if yeah. you're really looking. But, you know, they're not hard to grow at home in your own little garden. This is not um, just a flower you see on your this walk This is an nasturtium, so try it. It's spicy. It's delicious. It's the first edible flower I've ever had it's in like my Gene life. It's like Gene Wilder and uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh, this should- yeah. And you just have fun Have fun with flowers. Mm. Make it feel special. Oh, Make it feel like it's so much love. Erin, you guys awesome. are about to shut down for the season. Yeah. Uh, end of October. Yeah. And you reopen when? We open back in May, so. And you still aren't taking reservations. You have to send the postcard. Yeah. Right? going to wait till next spring for reservations. All right. Erin, thank you. Thank Always you. a pleasure. Always Best picture. Today.com slash food for this amazing recipe. And be sure to join us next week because Harry Smith paid another visit to the Lost Kitchen. He went for a free meal. He's going to share that experience with us on Monday. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.